Welcome to Family Life Today. Today we're speaking frankly about how a woman views romance. Love and marriage, love and marriage Go together like a horse and carriage This I tell you, brother You can't have one without the And welcome to Family Life Today. Thanks for joining us on the broadcast. We are beginning week number two of our look at creating a more romantic marriage. And I just want to encourage folks, if you missed any of last week's programs, or if you're going to miss any of this week's programs, this is a series that husbands and wives ought to get and listen to together. And then they can talk, they can interact about what they hear on the tapes. You know, this subject of uh, developing and cultivating romance in a marriage relationship is um, a discussion that is long overdue uh, mm-hmm. among Christian couples because we, we ought to have uh, among the most passionate relationships on the planet. Our God created romance in the first place. Well, we're going to talk on today's broadcast about uh, how men and women view romance, and uh, we brought your wife Barbara back in the studio with us today. Barbara, welcome back to Family Life Today. Thanks. Good to be here. And one of the things that we want to do is uh, look at research right. you commissioned uh, that be done at our Family Life marriage conferences across the country. That's we, right. We, we had a researcher who talked uh, with women about uh, how they view romance, how they view it primarily. Is that right? Actually, this top 10 list of romantic acts came from both men and women. Well, let me go over the list, Barbara. I'm going to go from 10 to 1, and I'll read what people indicated expresses romance. And then I want to know, uh, as a man, I want to know how I can keep these ideas in front of me and sprinkle them into a relationship as a way to express romance. Again, with no hidden agenda, no, not driving for anything. Number 10, hands are romantic. Holding hands particularly is romantic for a woman. Do you like holding hands with Dennis? Mm -hmm. Why is that romantic for you? I do it because I say I want to be close to you and I like you. And you're my friend and I want to be next to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are the kinds of things that that communicates to me and that's the reason that I initiate it and I think that's probably the same for him too so I think it's the closeness that it communicates okay how about number nine which is massaging one another rubbing the neck do you like when Dennis reaches over and rubs (laughs) the back of your neck Dennis massage oftentimes will have a sexual connotation and some women may pull back from liking massage because they think it's just foreplay right exactly I think that's right so if it's non-sexual massage where it's just uh, let me rub your back and you can fall asleep and mm-hmm. that's okay. Oh, I think so, okay. yeah. Number eight on the list is serving, serving the other person. Common courtesies, opening the door, holding a chair out for somebody, um, doing little acts of sacrifice. Is that romantic for a woman? Um, to me, I don't think of that as being as romantic if I had to define them as, say, holding hands. But again, I think it's important to do. I think it says, uh, I'm denying myself for you. I'm going to serve you. And I think that any time a husband can serve his wife sacrificially and do something for her, he's communicating to her that he cares about her and that he loves her and she's special and he wants to make her feel special. Okay. Let me, let me make a comment on this next one, number seven, because this made... Uh, this spot in the combined list. Uh-huh. 75% of the men picked this item 
as number one of what was most romantic. So this, again, kind of lets you know the men viewed this substantially heavier and weightier than the women did because together it became number seven. Yes, that's right. So <laughs> men had it at number one. That's right. Women, women must have had it a lot lower for the average to be seven. Must right? have been a lot lower. And number seven is a kiss. That's right. An unexpected kiss, a nibble on the back of the neck or the just kissing each other. Now, why do you think, Barbara, the women would have ranked that so much differently than the men? Because I think that probably, if the truth be known, they might have felt that he had another motive. And, I, you know, I just wonder if some of the women are, were feeling uh, suspicious. I, th- I think some of these other things uh, might be able to be seen as an individual act or as an individual gesture so if he opens the door, she doesn't feel he's up to something. Right. But if he kisses her, she wonders she might what's go, going okay, on in the yeah. back of his mind. Right. Wonder what he's thinking. And the rest of this list, uh, really, if you look at it with the exception of this uh, and the massage, um, really are statements of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And women view romance through the eyes of a relationship. They want to be loved, known. Right. And, uh, Understood. There you go. Accepted. Valued. Appreciated. She knows <laughs> the word. <laughs> Why did I even try, huh? No, you did a good job. <laughs> it just, just wasn't complete. All right, number 10 was holding hands, number 9, massage, number 8, serving one another, opening doors, common courtesies, number 7, kissing, number 6 was walking. Now, there's a romantic 30 minutes. We went on a walk together. But that's romantic for women? <laughs> well, it's very relational. I think if you go for a walk, chances are you're going to go for a walk away from daily responsibilities, away from the telephone, away from the television, away from the children, away from work, away from whatever. And it allows you to focus on the relationship without having to sit on a couch and look each other eye to eye and be relational, which is sometimes very threatening. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why most men would respond just as you did, Bob, <laughs> yeah. is because of what Barbara just said. It's it's not sexual. Mm-hmm. When we think of what's romantic to us, mm-hmm. and we really evaluate it, we would not put walking at the top of the yeah, list. I know. We're going to talk about this next week. Uh, <laughs> but but it is interesting because I hear you saying in this, a part of what speaks romance to a woman is, get me out of here. In the day-to-day of life, with all of the kids and with all of the responsibilities, get me away from this for a little while, and that will be so refreshing to me mm-hmm. it will speak volumes that's yeah. at least a part of it and then have a relationship with me mm-hmm. all right number five on the list uh something written written notes or letters or poems or cards or notes on the bathroom mirror or just some written reminder of affection is that romantic mm-hmm. i think it is in fact i found this note and i don't know how old it was but dennis had taped a note in the bathroom and it said have you found all the little notes around that say how much I love you. It was just fun to see that and read it again, and I thought, you know, that's that's still true. And I don't know what the notes were all were, but it was fun to see that. As you said that, I I was thinking it was years ago. I don't know how many years ago, but one night Marianne had gone to bed. She was exhausted, and I sat up and I wrote a half a dozen of the notes, and I scattered them around the house in places where it might be weeks before she would find them. And one of them was in a recipe folder that she had for chicken dishes. And I just put it in there figuring, you know, it could be six months from now, but you'll find it'll be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Well, five, ten years later, 
Yeah, I'll bet. It's still in the same rest. Every time I'm going through there, I go, has she never seen it? Oh, she's seen she's it. Probably oh, she's probably seen it and left it there. It there but see, she's so never she thrown could... it away. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep getting to go, why don't you throw this thing away? I mean, it's it's old. It's on old stationery. Right. <laughs> All right. Let me read through the list here again. Number 10, hands. Number 9, massage. Number 8, serving one another. Number 7, kiss. Number 6, walking. Number 5, something written. Number 4, Going out on a date, time away, dates with no kids, dinner out, weekend and a bed and breakfast, just time alone together on dates. Is that romantic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for the same reason, again, I think a wife feels that she is uh, the focus of her husband's attention when she knows that he is doing this for her. You two have made that a regular part of your relationship. There is as often as you're able on a weekly basis you have a right, date together. Uh-huh. Does that make it less special? No. If it's routine? Uh-uh, not at all. You look forward to Sunday night, date night, Yeah. even if it's every week? Yeah, I look forward to that more so now than when we tried doing this when our kids were young. We tried doing it when our children were young, and it was hard to do it because it was just it was hard to get babysitters and it was hard to get away. And in those years, it was easier for us to spend time together at home mm-hmm. because the kids all went to bed at 7.30 or 8, mm-hmm. and we had two hours at least every evening. Well, now that our children are older, um, it's really tough to get two seconds alone at home. Right. But when the kids were little, uh, one of the ways we solved the problem of babysitters was we would go ahead and put the kids to bed. And then I would prepare the meal and would give Barbara 30, 45 minutes to uh, run about doing her duties. And then I would take the meal upstairs to our bedroom and had a table at the foot of our bed that I put a nice... uh, uh, tablecloth on and and with the, the good plates and mm-hmm. the, and the, the napkins and the good silverware and and had a beautiful candlelight dinner there and when the meal was over you didn't have to go anywhere and frankly um, we have some great memories of those conversations because at the end of the evening there was nothing to change the mood of the evening we didn't have to go anywhere we were there and mm-hmm. I took the dishes downstairs while she got ready for bed and uh, uh, cleaned up the kitchen so she didn't uh, come back downstairs the next morning to a dirty kitchen. Now, that really ties to number three, which is meals. Uh, number four is a date together. Number three is having meals together, special meals, candlelight, quiet dinner alone, picnics, uh, a breakfast out together, those kinds of events. What is it about uh, a picnic away or Dennis saying, let's go out and have breakfast, just the two of us? What is it about that that's romantic? Oh, I think it's the unexpected. The one that jumps off the list you just read to me is picnic because that's one we've done uh, so seldom. And that would be, to me, the most fun because that's one we just hardly have ever done. Mm-hmm. So I think keeping variety in it is really a good idea. Do you so make, there's lots of ways to do that? you make note of that? It. I'm just checking to see if you're <laughs> making notes here. I, I, uh... He knows. We've talked about it. <laughs> it's just hard to pull off. All right. Number two is touch. And with this, we're not talking about sexual touch. We're talking about holding or hugs or cuddling or uh, affection in public. And yet, even as I say that, I think for a lot of women, being touched may always feel sexual to them. They may, like with a kiss or with a massage, Mm -hmm. wonder what's really behind this, mightn't they? Well, I think so. But I think that's where a husband needs to know his wife, and he needs to ask her questions. He needs to seek to understand who she is and where she's coming from and why she feels the way she does and how she will respond to different things because it may be that she will feel 
uh, somewhat suspicious with physical touch. And so he may need to assure her, you know, I just, I just want to hug you because I love you. No strings attached. I'm just committed to you, and that's all I want you to know. Or something that helps her understand his meaning or his intent behind it. Because I do think that just like with holding hands, it communicates closeness, it communicates I like you. I think hugs and, and other kinds of of affection that's non-sexual affection sends the same message. It communicates, I like you and I want to be close to you and I think you're a neat person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the best sellers at our uh, Family Life Marriage Conference is Ed Wheat's book, Love Life for Every Married Couple. And it's uh, it's a book about romance. And uh, when I first read this a number of years ago, I kind of laughed that uh, he would need to take three pages in the book to give married couples exercises for learning how to touch one another. <laughs> but on page 184 through 186, he has 25 suggestions for touching. And I'll just read a couple of these because uh, they're, they're really quite instructive, I think. Number one, when dating, young people can scarcely be kept apart. Most married couples have forgotten how much fun physical closeness can be. So set aside practice times at night at least once a week to learn the delights of non-sexual body caressing. At this point in our marriage conference, when I read this, all the engaged people fall out of their chairs laughing. (laughs) The married people aren't laughing. They're going, that's a good idea. (laughs) Number two, show each other where you'd like to be touched and the kind of touch that really pleases you. Usually a light touch is the most thrilling. Be imaginative in the way you caress. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I think he's onto something here to give us some practical thoughts about how to reignite exploration through tender touching of one another's bodies. Mm-hmm. I think when we get married, the familiarity with one another uh, causes the loss of the intrigue, the exploration, and the excitement. And I think uh, Dr. Wheat does a great job of giving us some practical projects that uh, couples, I think, will find uh, exciting. Yeah, I, I've got to imagine there are some men who are saying, this sounds to me like a contradiction in terms, non-sexual touching. Just, I mean, I can do that, sure, but in the back of my mind, touching is for me sexually stimulating. Whether it's holding hands, whether it's putting my arm around my wife, whether it's uh, reimagining the things we did on dates, mm-hmm. that has a sexual dimension. And for me, not to have the sexual dimension fulfilled is a sacrifice on my part. That's the point. Uh, I think to have those feelings is normal. To deny that you have those feelings is, um, is not healthy. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to, uh, to experience attraction, arousal. At that point, mm-hmm. I think what our wives are looking for is such a premium, such a value placed upon the relationship and who she is that we're willing to set aside those desires and not take that touch toward what we as men would know would be the intended objective. Yeah, I remember the Ann Landers survey, you know, where they said, would you rather have uh, sexual relations with your husband or just cuddle with him? And women in droves said, I'd rather just cuddle with him. And I thought, do the women understand that cuddling with him is stimulating sexually? And that's the reason that it often goes on to sexual relations, because he's responding to what's going on inside of him. And you're saying he needs to put that to death from time to time. That's right. And, mm-hmm. and not allow his mind to continue on. He needs to build some limits uh, that uh, 
really communicate to his wife that I'm willing to set aside my desires for you. Yeah, and I was just thinking as you were, were sharing about the survey that I think probably a, the reason that a lot of women feel that way is they probably weren't uh, loved and cuddled as children by their parents, and they miss that. And they, they have this deep longing to know that they're loved, and they want that from their husbands. And if all they get from their husbands is sexual initiation or sexual touching or cuddling, then they think, gosh, he doesn't really love me. He just needs me, or he just wants me for his own pleasure, his own needs. And so I think that that's, again, another cue for a man to say, I need to understand my wife. I need to understand why she needs non-sexual affection. And I think we all need uh, affection because we're, um, we need to know that we're valued as people, and that's a, a way to communicate that. But I think that for a husband, he needs to say, okay, why does she feel this way? Why does my wife need non-sexual affection? And he needs to ask her, and they need to talk that through, and he needs to be willing to give it to her with no strings attached. Mm-hmm. Okay, top ten again. Number ten, holding hands. Number nine, massage. Number eight, serving one another. Number seven, a kiss. Number six, walking together. Number five, written love notes to one another. Number four, going out on dates. Number three, having meals together. Number two is non-sexual touching. And number one is not diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, the most romantic act. Uh, according to respondents at the Family Life Marriage Conference, you want to say what it was? Go ahead. It's flowers, delivered, hand-picked, bringing them home, a single rose. It doesn't seem to matter. I'll never forget being at a Family Life Marriage Conference where I was speaking. And I got, I, we were all waiting for the elevator, a whole group of us waiting for the elevator. And when the elevator car came, here came the guy holding a dozen roses. And he walked off. He was the flower delivery guy. And every woman at the elevator <laughs> turned to watch to see which room which in the room hotel he, he was going at. And they watched, and they watched. Nobody got on the elevator. They just oh, watched. Funny. And finally, he went down the hall, and finally he stopped at a room. And as soon as he did, all these women kind of turned at their husband and glared at him like, that wasn't our room. How come you didn't send me flowers? There is some, what is it about flowers, Barbara? Well, I think uh, flowers say that you're special. I think it's the surprise that comes with flowers. I think it's because they're unexpected. I think because it's a frivolous thing. And, and it just, I think it communicates love. I think it says lots of things to a woman. Um, about love and about her being a special person, a valued person, an appreciated person, um, that her husband's willing to do that for her. When Dennis brings home flowers, do you immediately stop and think, what's he up to? I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. I really don't think I have. So we go through this top 10 list. As men, we look at all of the non-sexual things that are on the list, and we say, are you saying I just need to keep doing these over and over again, mixing them in a little bit here, a little bit there, and expect nothing in return? Yeah, but I think I think husbands need to ask the Lord to help them be creative and ask the Lord to help them think of their wives and ask God to help them understand and pursue because it isn't Again, as we've talked about a formula several different times, but I think that the idea is is that a woman wants to feel special and valued and appreciated and all of those words I've been using, and I think she needs to feel that from her husband in different ways at different times and in uh, unique opportunities. You know, it's going to sound redundant, but just listening to all of this, I think 
I thought romance was supposed to be fun, and this doesn't sound like as much fun as I had hoped it would be. Oh, but I think it is fun. I think it is fun to find out uh, what communicates romance to my wife. And it may not be fun in the way you've always defined fun, because I've learned to enjoy a lot of things through the years of being married to Dennis, because he has introduced me to things that I would have never done on my own. And likewise, he has learned to enjoy things that he would have never done if it weren't for me. So I think we need to be willing to have our definition of fun broadened because it will be fun, but it may be fun in a different way than what you're thinking. And be willing to try something new. You may like it. <laughs> well, I, I just want to say thanks. Can I thank your wife for being on the broadcast with Only us? Only after I do, honey. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for sharing your heart and being real for women. So, uh, uh, well, a lot of men can better understand uh, how to communicate love and romance to their wives. Yeah, and thanks for the insight I've gotten over the last uh, three days of the broadcast on how women uh, view romance. And, and, you know, we've tried to incorporate that kind of insight into Simply Romantic, the collection of, uh, of romance tools. I, I, I don't know quite how else to describe it. Well, it's folks. ideas for men and ideas for women that are gender-specific. It'll help men, I think, communicate romance to their wives like we've been talking about here on the broadcast, and it will help women better understand the romantic needs of their husband as well. In addition to that, it includes a cassette tape that has romantic music that uh, couples can use for special evenings together. It also has a collection of uh, some of the best romantic ideas that uh, marriage experts from our Family Life Marriage Conferences have used in their own relationship, and it's got a questionnaire that couples can take that will uh, give them new insight into the unique way uh, a husband or a wife views romance in the relationship. And if a couple will take the material and follow the directions that we've included on how you can use this in your marriage, it's going to breathe some new romantic life back into marriages. Dennis. Well, you know, that's really why we did this in the first place. Uh, I really personally believe that romance is one of those areas in Christian marriages today that is really being overlooked. And what we've got to do is admit that we need it, and then we've got to do some things that cultivate it. I should also mention that this is uh, perhaps the last day that couples could call us and order this in order to receive it in time for next Tuesday, which is Valentine's Day. And rather than just making next Tuesday a romantic day, why not make it a kickoff for a romantic year as a couple? Uh, if you're interested in receiving Simply Romantic, give us a call here at Family Life. Our toll-free number is 1-800-FL-TODAY, 1-800-F as in family, L as in life, and then the word today. The cost for this collection is $19.95 plus $3 shipping and handling, and it does come with a complete money-back guarantee. You know, if you're going to declare this the year of romance in your marriage... And I like that idea, too. Well, if you're going to do that, you really ought to get the cassette tapes of this series we're putting together here, because I think men especially can benefit from hearing her explain what a woman's need is for romance. I would encourage every couple to listen to these tapes together. Yeah, again, if you're interested in getting a copy of this cassette album, it includes all 13 broadcasts on this subject on six cassette tapes. The cost is $30 plus $5 for shipping and handling. Our address is Family Life Today, Box 8220, Little Rock, Arkansas. The zip code is 72221. It's Family Life Today, Box 8220, Little Rock, Arkansas. 
and the zip code is 72221. You can call us toll-free at 1-800-F as in family, L as in life, and then the word today. And when you call or write, please remember that Family Life Today is a listener-supported broadcast. We depend upon your faithful financial contributions to be able to provide this broadcast on a daily basis, and we appreciate those of you who have made that financial sacrifice uh, to join with us in this endeavor. Well, on tomorrow's broadcast, uh, we're going to talk to, I, I don't know how to describe, you described him as the Michael Jordan of romance, <laughs> right? Whatever you do, every man needs to listen to tomorrow. If you think you are a romantic <laughs> husband, do not miss tomorrow because you're going to be blown away by the guy we have the opportunity to talk to tomorrow. Well, I hope you can be here for it. Our engineer is Mark Whitlock, our host, Dennis Rainey. And would, you, would you agree, Bob? I would agree. <laughs> okay, Absolutely. All right. Okay. I'm Bob Lapine. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of Family Life Today. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Like a horse and carriage Dad was told by mother You can't have one You can't have none You can't have one without the other Family Life Today is a production of Family Life of Little Rock, Arkansas, a ministry of Campus Crusade for Christ.